COVID convinced communists to give businesses absolute power by Alexandra Marshall. May all that you stand for and that we stand for be preserved under the providence of God for the happiness of mankind. The trouble is caused by unthinking people who carelessly throw away ageless ideals as if they were old and outworn machinery. But it is the values of individual liberty, equality before the law and the supremacy of people over the state to which we can always with confidence return as a powerful and uniting force. Australia is not a secular country. It is a free country. Private businesses can do what they want, scream the internet's budding communists. Confused? So are they. It is an odd sentiment heard screeched from the mirrored halls of Instagram to the decaying ruin of Facebook, mostly by freshly minted students wearing Che Guevara for LGBT rights shirts. Frustrated that the last fragments of anti-discrimination legislation and employee privacy laws have, so far, stopped businesses from enforcing compulsory vaccination, young people have demanded absolute power for corporate Australia – their goal is to allow private operational health and safety policy to override the most important pieces of the Constitution. Their logic is simple. Businesses should be allowed to do whatever they want because they're private companies. I'll stop for a moment while you laugh. Ignoring the obvious cognitive dissonance that it takes to both hate capitalism and want private businesses to have unfettered power over workers – all these kids actually want is their narrow ideology inflicted on others and they don't care how it's done. The idea that a private company can do whatever it likes is wrong. It has always been wrong. Even at its wicked capitalist height, from the perspective of a raging communist, there were plenty of rules set out by the country as a framework for operation. Free people in a democracy cannot kill people and private businesses have to behave themselves. Bizarre demands to increase the power of private business over and above the scope of the Constitution are the result of two sad failures. The first blow is to the taxpayer and well-meaning parents who have both been ripped off by overpaid universities pumping out a generation of morons. The second is the emotional wickedness festering in these underdeveloped minds – Something serious has gone wrong in their upbringing to lead so many down a path of fear-driven selfishness. Most people understand that private companies operate within nests of federal, state and local laws. One of the reasons that small businesses hire less people these days is due to the volume of unnecessary regulation. On some level, these kids understand that businesses exist under strict laws. Instead, they are lying in the hope that if they repeat the lie often enough, a politician will come along and turn it into law on the off chance it wins a few votes. It's not as if politicians have to give businesses free reign. They only have to issue health orders under emergency legislation to override the Privacy Act, anti-discrimination precedents and the concerns of the Human Rights Commission. 
I think the thing most conservatives and other right-thinking people have against the modern union movement is the assumption its member unions make, that all the teachers, nurses and other members they represent think exactly the same way, all hate conservative values but all love every last Labor Green thought bubble and then go well beyond the scope of their responsibilities to campaign exclusively for leftist parties and politicians. Well, the Red Union Group has changed all that and by eliminating all party politics and political donations, they can save teachers, nurses and transport professionals hundreds of dollars every year from existing union fees. To have better service with lower fees and a union without party politics, visit redunion.com.au. To save another $25 off your first instalment, use the coupon GOODSOURCE at the checkout. That's redunion.com.au and use the coupon GOODSOURCE to let them know we sent you and save another $25. While climate policy invokes trust the science to get away with outrageous taxes, State premiers have used public health as a genie with infinite wishes. Politicians destroy civil rights because they want to win elections. But what about the kids who made the demands? Their motivation is purely selfish. They don't want their boss to have supreme control over the employment environment. Most of them post about raising the minimum wage and introducing quota systems to control the hiring practices of companies. When it comes to their own lives, they insist on privacy and security at their workplace. If their boss snatched their phone and started reading through texts, it would trigger a snowflake meltdown. The laws they want to override are the same laws they enjoy when it suits them. What these kids actually want is for company executives to oppress fellow workers on their behalf. Like tiny Hitlers, they bounce around in a tantrum demanding other people kowtow to irrational fear-mongering and all the better if desperate Australians lose their jobs in the process. The demonic joy an entire generation appears to get out of inflicting harm on their peers is not a one-off. When the big state steps in to fill the hole of bad parenting, citizens are all too happy to hurt other people to gain approval from the state. It makes them feel special, which... For a generation notorious for laziness, a poor work ethic and general stupidity is an easy way to get ahead. Instead of competing with their work colleagues on merit, they can demand that they be fired. These primitive systems of reward are the reason snitches and low-level recruits in social-style countries end up showered in meaningless titles. Being a good citizen has to be displayed visually to collect on the social credits – It's why the internet is suddenly awash with mask emojis and arm selfies. Have you ever seen so many people desperate to share their health records? They need to be rewarded for compliance. Once the state rules that the right to work is no longer a right, but rather a negotiation, who knows where the vindictiveness will stop? Are our rights to be wagered against a compliance social credit score like communist China? Will we have to subscribe to the latest community standards and accepted science in order to keep our homes? Will we be forced to recite lies and ignore facts to protect the bad policy of the state? It is already forbidden for anyone to state that masks don't work against COVID, despite the same warning being printed on every box sold. As for fake news, the super spreaders are our political class who repeat known falsities to prop up their collapsing policy. The entire notion of vaccine passports and mandatory vaccination in the workplace is built on a lie. 
when vaccines don't prevent infection and transmission, such as the ordinary flu vaccine and COVID vaccines, they cannot be used as an argument for herd immunity. In this scenario, the only person the vaccine protects is the person who took it. This means that kids demanding compulsory vaccinations at work should be just as terrified of their double-vaxxed mates as their freedom fighters. Unfortunately, their lives are governed by the thinnest veneer of logic. They can't have individuals around them capable of independent thought or common sense because that would force them to rationalise their position. When that happens, it won't only be their childish demands for the workplace that crumble, it'll be every other lie they were taught at university. When we build civilization on lies and coercion, it will rot from the inside out until it collapses. Idiot kids demanding absolute power for big business might suit their short-term vengeance, but it will mark a departure from capitalism and the beginning of true corporatism. Today, we need a special kind of courage. Not the kind needed in battle, but a kind which makes us stand up for everything that we know is right, everything that is true and honest. We need the kind of courage that can withstand the subtle corruption of the cynic, so that we can show the world that we are not afraid of the future.